at the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nicewarner and Marcia Kavalik. It is Monday the 28th, and you're tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firms from West Virginia and Maryland, having individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Nicewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Cavalli. Good morning, Marsha. Good morning. You sound better. Oh, I feel better, finally. I felt so bad because there I was on vacation and you're just and you're down like on the death. beach with palm trees and sunny skies <sighs> out and about. I did send you pictures tonight. <laughs> yep. And I was just dying in uh, in here and then in my apartment and to and fro. So. Oh, but okay. so I felt goes. bad for you, but you, you soldiered on. Oof. Thanks to Theraflu, Theraflu uh, NyQuil and DayQuil and... And Gatorade. And you made it out to see the extended family when I you were did. feeling better and all that, right? I, sort of. I was. Uh, I just pumped myself with as much flu and cold medicine as I could, probably more than recommended. And Sat uh, in a corner like everyone <laughs> handed you turkey and stuff? Well, my sister and her family are always sick anyways, and those kids are always got some sniffles. So I knew I wasn't going into too uh, sterile of an environment anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, wasn't too bad. But it was there was snow on the ground up there. So oh, wow. Well, a bunch I, of snowball fights. You know, and, as, as happens in August or September. Yeah, but in Garrett County, Maryland, <laughs> it could snow in August. Everybody right. knows that. But it was nice. It was nice. Do you have a good... Florida trip. I did. I don't. I don't want to see everything that I say after this point sounds like a flex. No, I mean that's why you went to Florida. <laughs> I mean, that's why. That's why people. I hate when people are like, uh, they have destination weddings. And uh-huh. They're like, oh, but we don't really want to talk. About it. It's like, well, you had a destination wedding to talk about the wedding. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was. It was lovely, and mm-hmm. I. I did enjoy the sunshine. Got to see all of my girls. They were all together. So that was like the big thing. Mm-hmm. That was huge. Um, saw a lot of my, saw my mom, saw extended family. And oh yeah, I guess you guys drove down, so you mm-hmm. just hit all the. Oh yeah, hit all the, all the <laughs> checkpoints along the way. <laughs> and then did um did a little uh, Black Friday shopping with with my uh, sister in law. We love doing that. We've been doing that for decades. So you and went out and braved the lines and the people, or, you know or I guess how was it post COVID? It wasn't that bad because we went to the same place, you know pre-COVID mm-hmm. and um, like four in the morning and it was pretty crowded. The news crews were there. This was all South, South Florida. <clears throat> and uh, this time we went, we, we dragged the kids at like five in the morning so we could Oof. get there by six. Mm-hmm. We gave them, everyone got coffee. And uh, so they were all like, they were troopers, but like we got there and it was a little anticlimactic because there, there was only just one, gotten there normal time. There was only one line. And that was to the coach store, which didn't mean anything to me. Previous to that, you you know, we had one kid in our in our group that would always want to go into Nike, and there's always like a line 
wrapped around oh, for yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And I guess people are just doing stuff online now. So. Oh, well, today's the big day for that mm-hmm. uh, with it being Cyber Monday. And Saturday was uh, Small Business Saturday. Right, right. Um, so we'll be talking with uh, Robbie Blair here mm-hmm. after a little bit. Maybe he'll uh, give us some insight on that because there's some places around town. Of course, you can uh, shop locally to do your stuff. But yeah, today's Cyber Monday. So there's a lot of big ones like Nintendo Switches right mm-hmm. here, 300 bucks, which is pretty good. Apple TVs for 60 bucks, Apple Watches for $230. Wow, everyone's going to be like tuning Gaming out. Gaming headset just so for 100 bucks. Go look like are you what are you on right now? So I'm just on CNN. If you just Google Cyber Monday, now be careful because of course you got to be ready for scams and different things. So Make sure it, the link is right. Right, if the link looks, you know, dodgy and it, you know, if seems they dodgy. Nintendo. Yeah, or like Amazon is spelled awkwardly or something yeah. like that. Then you should probably know that something might not be uh, necessarily too copacetic. But um, like cordless stick vacuum for 144 bucks. Those are awesome. Easy, the uh, robot vacuum. Oh my gosh, you sound like such an adult bucks. right now. I'm, like I'm you, just looking you at a good deal. The, you morphed from the Nintendo Switch to like, oh, and how can I keep my environs tight? You go Crocs for 25 bucks. Why? Though. Why not? Cyber Monday. <laughs> Cyber Monday. It's a big day to uh, spend some money, that's for sure. Although, I, I've never really gotten into... Um, the Black Friday shopping thing? Online shopping, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'll do the Amazon stuff and what have you, but like, I've never bought clothes online. Like t-shirts, mm-hmm. yeah, but like pants or anything. I've never done any of that stuff. Well, you, it, you take a risk that it's not going to fit, and I'm not someone... I want to. I want to like go have right. it in my hand. Yeah, I'm old fashioned like that too, mm-hmm. and and I can't trust myself to return something that I get. That so yep. it's it's a it could be a colossal waste of money. We found out though on our on our way home because we went on the uh, turnpike um, because we were heading to Marshall <clears throat> from South Florida, and uh, so we were on the turnpike what a good turnpike? bit. Um, it's the West Virginia. Oh, turnpike, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they have these service plazas, right? Mm-hmm. One of them, notably in Beckley, it's very famous, Tamarack, is right beside the service plaza. And it's this huge West Virginia-made, uh, you can watch glass blowers oh, doing stuff. Oh, they have some of that. At the, there's a place on there on King Street downtown that sells mm-hmm. it. Right. So this is like a big destination if you want to just get a lot of West Virginia handmade stuff. So we get there. Tamarack wasn't open yet. We got there too early. But what I found was, and this is the point that I'm getting to, if you go to some of those service plazas, there is a little tiny West Virginia hand, you know, West Virginia store inside the service plaza. Mm-hmm. So they had fudge, which is a big deal to my husband. They had um, handmade soap, which he's been buying a lot of um, because you can buy a lot in Harper's Ferry and okay. things like that. And they had Fiesta wear. Uh oh! <laughs> how much? How many bags did you walk out of there with? I talked him into four pieces. <laughs> Whoa! So you had to walk out of there with a uh, with a dolly. He says I'm only buying four. So, well, but, I can I can appreciate the restraint. Right, Merry, Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> well, before we get to this first break, Marcia, any uh, local news we should be talking about? Yes, absolutely. So um, this is a developing story. I've reached out to the prosecuting attorney's office to get details about this. But late last week, Berkeley Heights Elementary School uh, principal uh, Galladay uh, put out a note to parents saying that uh, there had been an allegation. And so they put a staff member on leave and were cooperating with law enforcement. She announced that the staff member had been arrested following an following an allegation, did not specify what the allegation Hmm. was, um, but said she, uh, they've been working in conjunction with local law enforcement to ensure a thorough investigation 
and that Principal Galladay has spoken directly to the family involved and is encouraging anyone from the school community with concerns to speak directly to her. Um, as I said, I've reached out to uh, the prosecuting attorney's office. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of getting back to work. I'm sure they are too, um, yeah. you know, with the Thanksgiving holiday. So we await that information. We'll update that story as we get information. Uh, don't want to speculate on what the allegations mm-hmm. could have been, but it is notable that that is the same school that I believe in 2019, uh, 2018, 2019 had those abuse allegations from the special education classroom that resulted in, um, you know, a huge lawsuit. Yeah. Um, because there was a, a nonverbal uh, student well, I hope it's that was involved. Like that. So yeah, so yeah, definitely hope not too, because uh, Principal Galladay apparently took this position in August. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is an allegation that it pre, you know, that that predated her being there. Yeah. Um. So we'll, you know, we'll see as this story develops, but it is troubling and concerning, of course, if you. Um, our, our parent or remember any of those allegations that happened. We don't know the nature of the allegations, so we don't want to really speculate. Wow. And uh, make sure you head over and read the story at panhandlenewsnetwork.com. And that is a developing story, so we'll keep you uh, updated as the news uh, becomes available on that. Goodness. Yeah, I hope it's nothing. Well, I guess if they got arrested, must yeah. be something pretty serious. Must be. Mm. Well, anyways, before I want to ask you this too, uh, with going to Florida for Thanksgiving, does that change the dinner at all? No. No, except, you don't get like tilapia or whatever no. any of the fish are. No, some of the some of the mahi mahi. Some of the other lunches that we had were like Florida specific, but the it was a traditional Thanksgiving lunch. But Grandma, for pr- probably the past seven eight years, has gone to Publix, and Publix <laughs> does a great job with the turkey. And then my my girls did a couple of the sides. No way, what they yeah. do? They did. Um, so my oldest did the um, yam casserole, like okay. the sweet potato casserole. I wouldn't have had that. And my youngest did the green bean casserole. Uh, I'd gotten into that. And my middle one helped out with like some of the um, place settings, and she also helped with the the rolls. Oh, so well, nice. Everyone kind of helped. Well, good. Well, good. What what was your role? Um, did I, you have one? I helped like oversee the sides <laughs> and all of that. You were the and, white hat. The and white so helmet. My sister in law is such a, a cook, so I just kind of stand I'll back, and if there's the something thing. that she wants me to do, I just I'm like. Um, what is it? The assistant? The, the wingman? The wingman. The sous chef. I'm the wingman. The sous chef. Sous chef. Yeah. Okay, sure. Well, good. I'm glad you had a nice trip. I'm glad you all <laughs> made it back safe. And that the whole family was together. That was nice. It was nice for me, too, to be with everybody, even it was if it was for a short time. And I was, you know, starting to feel awful once uh, you I You sound left. so much better. And we will talk a little later about the game that you, you know, were able to, to play, do the play-by-play for, even though you were, you know. I know. Probably still feeling a little off. Oh but. yeah. Thankfully, I didn't start sounding like a, a teenage, you know, kid calling that game with my voice <laughs> cracking and squeaking towards the end of the game. But yeah, that was definitely a fun one in Shepherdstown over the weekend. We'll talk about it after the break here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, part of the Panhandle story for seventy-five years. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. Jordan Nicewarner, alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And, of course, we talked about this in length over 
on Panhandle Sports Live, which you can hear uh, the hour previous or prior to Panhandle Live uh, each weekday morning with myself, Luke Wiggs, and Parker Stone. But uh, Marcia Shepard moves on to the Super Region 1 title game after beating uh, Slippery Rock 37-27 over the weekend at Ram Stadium. And my goodness, was it a fun one. That is awesome. I'm so glad that you guys were able to cover that and you followed Shepard the entire season. So it's so great to be able to watch them you know, carry through to the playoffs. That's right. And uh, you can hear the whole highlight package over on 95.9 The Big Dogs uh, Facebook page. But here are a couple of the clips from their 37-27 to 27 win over the weekend. He's looking left side. He's going for Brown. Touchdown, Rams. Roddy Brown on the board this time through the air. It's Rams 6 nothing. He's back to pass in an empty backfield. Steps up in the pocket. He's looking for Brown. He's open down the field. He makes the catch at the 10. Ronnie Brown makes the catch. Takes the shot. First and 10 Rams. Stepping up. He's looking for Harper downfield. Makes the catch across the 20-yard line. And down to the 15. Now Harper. First and 10 Rams. Tyson back to pass. Pump fakes. Throws it downfield. He finds E.J. Morgan with a great catch at the 30. First and 10 Rams. Third down for the Rams. Bajit's passing. Steps up in the pocket. Still looking downfield. Now he's going to roll to the right. He's got a lot of room that way, but he's looking for E.J. Morgan. He makes a cut. Touchdown, E.J. E.J. Morgan with the touchdown. The Rams extend their lead late in the that was pretty much the uh, icer there with DJ Morgan oh, wow. Morgan catching that touchdown, and Luke finds that one funny because uh, I almost made the critical mistake, critical, critical mistake of calling the touchdown uh, before it was officially called on the field. And oh. my angle, I thought he was in. I mean, if he ended up being in, but it took him a second. And that's why you hear me yelling and nobody else. And then all of a sudden you hear the crowd start yelling again there uh, kind of after a few seconds after and that's it was because confirmed it was confirmed then i don't know yeah, how you had a voice after that that I was didn't. so exciting i didn't i went home and didn't uh didn't do too much didn't actually that's a lie i ended up going to my friend's house to watch the kansas state game but uh, we didn't do much anyways uh, at his house but it was a fun one it was definitely a fun game and they continue on to play on the road at iup this weekend uh hopefully with that or with a couple of notable guys that seem to have uh, gotten hurt in that game we'll have to catch up with coach throughout the week I had to double check on that, but uh, it'll be at IUP, probably be at 3 o'clock on Saturday for a chance to go to the Final Four. And if it works out, there's a lot of, of course, pieces that have to fall into place, and Shepard has to win. Uh, but if they win this weekend, uh, they'll play either West Florida or Wingate. Now, if they if Wingate wins and they end up playing them for a chance to go to the National Championship, it'll be in Pensacola, Florida. But if Wingate uh, loses, or if Wingate wins, if West Florida wins, it's in Pensacola. If, if Wingate wins, Shepard will host uh, a game, the host the game in two weeks uh, for a chance to go to the national championship game. Either one cool. of those would be really cool. Yep, I'm down with Florida or Shepherdstown, <laughs> and not Michigan or you know Montana or Colorado. Right? There's so many different teams uh, they could go up north somewhere. How exciting! Um, so as far as you know, then uh, folks can get some more insight at. Uh, the Coach Ernie McCook show this Thursday, right? That's right, which you can hear live at 7.30 over on 95.9 The Big Dog. Uh, and yeah, it'll be a good one. And I'll try to catch up with them uh, Wednesday practice too. So Thursday during the uh, during Panhandle Sports Live. Hopefully we'll have a recap on that as well. But locally here, Marcia, down uh, at the Apollo, pretty cool stuff going on with Mr. T's Abracadabra. Or I'm well. That already happened. Uh, that right, happened over that the happened. weekend. And the reason I'm saying that is because I see the thing, and I saw a couple of the guys when I was walking the dog uh, oh, yesterday you? talking about. It. Yeah, they were all getting all set up, and one of the guys uh, wanted to pet my dog because it looked like just like his little puppy uh, back home, which was nice. Uh, but yes, that was awesome. If you missed that. Uh, 
you know, show at the end of the week uh, with Johnny O and uh, the rest. That's uh, over on a Panhandle Live Facebook page. That was a blast, but also going on at the Apollo Mar show. Yes, yeah, so Elvis will be in the house. So will Frank Sinatra and a, a, a whole bunch of other amazing characters. We talked to an impressionist who will be at the Apollo Civic Theater tomorrow, uh, bringing this show to local listeners. So uh, here's a here's a snippet of that. Marsha, we got we got the king in studio. Got royalty. We got the king here. Who do we got sitting next to you? Well, that that's, would be Elvis. That's right, baby. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's good to be here at WEPM, baby. Absolutely. So, Elvis, what brings you up here to the Panhandle? Well, we're out here, and uh, we're promoting something very, very special coming to the Apollo Theater. And I love the Apollo Theater. It's been around since 1913, almost as long as Michael right here. Right. And, uh, we, <laughs> Michael Bull joins us, by the way, from the historic Apollo Civic uh, Theater. Listen, when, when Michael was a little boy, the Statue of Liberty was a little girl, too, baby. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, no, we've got a great group. I love that theater. I was introduced to it about a year ago, and Michael gave me an um, unbelievable tour he has got so much history and knowledge and love for that place and they contacted me about coming and doing a fundraiser show to help raise money for uh, some needed repairs and just to keep that place going and so we're going to be here tuesday november 29th doing an elvis presley show but not just an elvis presley show baby we're also going to do Frank Sinatra. We're going to fly to the moon and do well, New, York, New York and my way and the way you look tonight. <laughs> and uh, so uh, so it's going to be great, great. And uh, so Tuesday, November 29th, doors will open at 630. We're going to have a fun selfie station set up. And I'll be out there the whole time. Uh, we'll have an Elvis selfie station with teddy bears and funky sunglasses. Love and people it. can take selfies with Elvis. Uh, then the concert starts at 730. It opens up with Elvis. And we're going to do Elvis by the decade. So they'll, they'll see about five costume changes all together. They'll, wow. they'll start out with uh, 1950s Elvis with a certain look and, and, and appropriate songs for that decade. Then we'll do a real quick change and come back as 1960s all black leather. We're all going to be swooning. Like, everyone's going to be like, oh, my gosh, And then we're doing Elvis. another costume change and come back as 1970s white jumpsuit. <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll do a quick five-minute break and come back as Frank Sinatra. And we're going to kick it off with Flying to the Moon. Ooh, that's a good so start. It, it is a crowd engaging crowd interactive show it's not boring there's a lot of humor we spotlight couples in the crowds and tell their love stories how long they've been married where their first date was their favorite things about each other um it, it's just it it's very crowd it's not just a guy standing there singing it's very crowd engaging crowd interactive so in case you, you didn't catch it we morphed into uh real the real guy lee dean <laughs> there um who You've been in the community a couple of days. You you actually uh, performed out at the Berkeley Senior Services as we well. Did, we did. Michael and his team set up some nice little uh, promo visits because uh, we do about 20 to 25 shows a month. Uh, and we go to some nice places like the Greenbrier, the Stonewall, Glade Spring, Country Club, State Parks. But we, we go five to six nursing homes a month. And we wow. love that because sometimes those folks don't get visitors. Right. Sometimes they don't remember what they ate for breakfast. But when you sing Fly Me to the Moon and mm. Jailhouse Rock, they come alive and they sing and they laugh and they dance. We had tears in the eyes yesterday when we got done singing My Way oh at my the, goodness. at the, it was at Harmony, okay. Harmony Assisted Living Center. They stood up, all oh, of wow. them, and gave me a standing ovation with tears in their eyes because they remember that song right. and they know what it's like to do it their way. I applaud them because they spent some of the prime years of their lives living life and figuring out life without Google and Alexa and YouTube tutorial videos. How do you do that? I don't know how you do that. So, <laughs> well, so yeah, we did a lot yesterday. Senior Center and um, 
And then Michael, uh, we got to go to the Apollo yesterday. We did a great sound check. Michael made me sound so good. And <laughs> but Michael's got a lot going on there too. And well, we'll, we'll bring Michael into the conversation here okay. in a sec. Yeah. I wanted to ask you one thing, uh, Lee. What got you into doing this? I mean, I'm sure you've probably been a performer your whole life, and uh, this seems like a very natural thing for you. Well, I've, I've I've loved Sinatra since I was in high school and college, and I, I had an appreciation for Elvis, but I was mostly a Sinatra guy. Um, but I joined a murder mystery dinner theater company in 2016. And we got As about, one does. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> normal. I, community theater, that's why yeah. I love the Apollo. Mm-hmm. Community theater is special to me. I've been involved in community theater for many years of my life. So I joined this murder mystery company. We have about 50 different murder mysteries, but one of them called for a Frank Sinatra character. It was built around World War II entertaining the troops. So the company owner asked me to portray Frank Sinatra. I said, I can't do that. He said, yeah, just dress like I'm talking. Like I'm singing one song. Uh, and I did it, and it was a hit. Then, then we had another one, needed an Elvis. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Dress like him, act like I'm singing one song. So many people loved the pictures and the videos from that. They started pushing me. They said, you need to do a full-length Sinatra show. I said, I can't do that. We launched our first one in December of 2019, and the rest is history. Now we do them 20 to 25 times a month. So, Michael, what's it like having Elvis in the studio? Or in the house, I guess, in the building. <laughs> yeah, it's in the studio. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to rock and roll the uh, Apollo Theater. So for the November 29th program involving Elvis and Frank Sinatra, what, you know, what is it called? S- the Swinging with Sinatra and Elvis by All right. Dean. And we're going to have, a, we're gonna have, a, uh, we're gonna have wine, wine and cheese there. So it's right. really going to be... Yeah, during the mingling time during at the 630, time. absolutely. Yeah, we went out and got a... Uh, liquor license and wow. Really well, you had me yeah. sold at Elvis and uh, Frank Sinatra, but you got definitely got me with wine and cheese. Well, we just figure the, the more people drink, the better I'll sound, <laughs> and, the better, and the better Michael will look to him. All right, there we go. Yes. Do we got time for a quick serenade? Do you absolutely? Oh, let's hear it. Wise men say only fools rushing, but I can't help. Falling in love with Marsha. You can you can absolutely uh, cover the next segment because I'm going to be over here. Smoking. I know. I, I said right before we went on the air, please don't give her a scarf or anything because next thing you hear is her hitting the floor, passing out. And of course, that's going to be over at the Apollo Civic Theater. Uh, you can hear Frank. You can hear. I mean, uh, their whole pack. Uh, mm-hmm. Elvis. Uh, everybody. And then with Lee Out Dean. of one guy. I know. Uh, Lee Dean, which was uh, definitely fun when we got that Facebook Live video over on our Facebook page, Panhandle Live. If you want to go check that out uh, from a couple of uh, days. Ago, I guess it was last week when Lee Dean was in studio. Was that last week? It was the week before because I was gone last week. That's right. My goodness, but that was so cool. That was a fun one. That I was loved how one. we went in and out of character too. That was really <laughs> almost. And I didn't notice seamless. it until you said it the one time. You're I'm like, like oh. you'd notice his voice change. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was certainly fun. And we got to hit our bottom of the hour breaks. We'll step aside and be back with more Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, the voice of the Panhandle. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Hey! Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full service law firms from West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonandJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Nice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And Marsha, we got a packed house. We do. From Main Street, Martinsburg, we have Robbie Blair and Raven Lamp. Correct. Yes, you awesome. did. <laughs> I was trying to do it by memory, and then I had that panic moment where I'm like, <laughs> What if I got it wrong? What if I got it wrong? <laughs> Pretty easy, Robbie and Raven. That's true. That's <laughs> ours. You guys could go you, on the road. Hey, you could be a Nickelodeon show back in the day. Oh. Robbie and Raven. <laughs> that does have a Nickelodeon vibe to it. So how are y'all doing? How was your Thanksgivings? 
Very, very good. How was yeah. your guys' good. crazy? I was sick, so having to deal with that was uh, uh, not ideal. You know, I thought I saw you walking around <laughs> with a mask downtown. I told, <laughs> I told uh, Marsha, I was like, yeah, I saw Robbie briefly uh, last week, and I'm sure he probably thought I was knocking on death's door because I was dangerously close. But I think I caught that flu or whatever. And yeah, it was not ideal. Well, right now, I heard you say beforehand on the radio that your is it your sister that has like a rotating sickness oh, going yeah, on with and the kids? Because of little kids. You can yeah, identify I was with that, say, right? I think my son's been out of school as much as he's been <laughs> in school his first year, especially being a little COVID baby. Mm-hmm. You know, his little immune system. Oh, that's true. He's just like absorbing it all like a sponge right now. Oh, so Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear everyone see that everybody looks to be uh, fit and healthy and ready to tackle uh, a new week. And you guys got a lot going on as we're coming into the holiday seasons and you have your Christmas sweaters on. Yes, we do. Which are pretty cool. Christmas so, on Main. So let's talk about Christmas on Main. It was big last year and I'm guessing that means it's only going to be bigger this year. Yeah, I'm, uh, I am very, very um, cautiously optimistic right now because this weekend we have so much stuff and me and Raven are looking at each other like, are we seriously like doing this this weekend? Is this, how did this creep up on us? We just got done food truck fest, but um, you know, we, we take Christmas very seriously because it is such a beautiful, magical um, and memory making time for our community, for everybody. Mm -hmm. But um this this town this area specifically it just it it lights up literally and um you know we have so many people that that have gone into this that have helped us uh make it what it is um and you know last year like you said was really big you got to make it a little bit bigger (laughs) of course Um, which only makes your guys' jobs that much more stressful just a little bit (laughs) um so we're really thankful we have a lot of really cool things that we're rolling out this weekend ice skating is coming back the synthetic ice we actually have a a different company that we think it's going to look a lot better a little bit more clean a little bit more um polished uh so that's exciting bringing the ice skating back we have um we we didn't do the horse carriage rides this year. Um, unfortunately, some health issues uh, prevented that from happening. But we, just through talking with some people, learned that downtown used to have a carousel every Christmas. Really? Well, Mary go around. Where was that at? Uh, I think back then it was on the corner of Maple and King Street. There was a huh. little little area that they had like a little live nativity and that kind of stuff. So oh, cool. Um, we made it happen. Uh, no we way. have we have a little merry go round coming. Like a full size, full size, twenty people at a time per Whoa. ride. Um, so so really exciting stuff leading I, up to the tree lighting with the market, with uh, you know the hot chocolate setup. Um, we'll have about fifteen food trucks coming to support the crowd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and again, it's really crazy that that we're able to pull all this off in in you know, such short time. Because I bet there are a lot of kids who have never gotten a I chance to be it. on one of those big carousels because yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. you go to an amusement park and they're, they're there, mm-hmm. but they're always like the, the bigger rides that mm-hmm. you tend to go to. I can, the only time I ever, ever remember one is being a kid and going to Hershey park and that yeah. big one, as soon as you walk mm-hmm. in, I think it's the only one I would ever, I can ever remember seeing in yeah. person. Well, uh, and what's, what's really special about all this is, you know, we, we understand that two things. One, Christmas time's expensive um, mm-hmm. for families. And two, times are tough uh, for, for a lot of folks um, with the economy. So we're really, really thankful for all the people that helped us um, from a sponsorship perspective, because with with all of these things that we're doing, obviously costs are up oh, yeah. to do an event like this, and we're a nonprofit. Um so the, these sponsorships enable us to keep costs really low. So it's going to be $3 to go on a carousel ride, um, $5 ice skate as long as you really want. Yeah. Um, you know, if you go 
20 minutes down the road to go do ice skating this time of year. It's $25, $30 per wow. person. So mm-hmm. um, we're able to keep the cost low. And if if you don't mind, I want to just share a sure, couple of the sure. sponsors that I'm really thankful they came in. Uh, Happy Hearts Preschool, they've been a big part of Christmas in the past and other events that we do. But they came in generously as the presenting sponsors this year. And they're going to have a little fun kids area with, with some fun stuff. Uh, Raven can get into that a little bit in a minute. Um, but they came in as our presenting sponsors. So we're really, really grateful, um, for them. And then, you know, just going down the list, WVU medicine came in in a big way. Berkeley pottery came in, uh, a local business downtown, Eastern Panhandle pride, airborne church, uh, modern renovations. I mean, the, the list really goes on and on Jefferson security bank. Uh, I could, I could do this for, for ages, <laughs> but those are some of the people that they came in, in a, in an extraordinary way. Um, Orsini's, uh, in, Rosedale Cemetery. Those are just some of the people that came in at a really, really generous way for us. And again, it keeps the cost low. So, um, you know, just overwhelmed by the support of our of our business community. So, Raven, what's it going to look like downtown for Christmas on Main this year? Um, so our goal, I know that we wanted everything to look very like nostalgic. We wanted to get that, uh, Hallmark, Hallmark holiday feel. Um, so we are going to have a ton of little surprises for you. Um, but entertainment wise, um, we have a great little lineup for the day. Um, we have Tony music. We're going to have, um, the Martinsburg high school jazz band, the, uh, downtown library is also doing a little story time. Um, airborne church is also performing. And then of course we're going to have our Christmas tree lighting in Santa's arrival. Um, but besides that, we have over 48 vendors right now. So the Christmas market is going to be a great place for you to get, um, you know, your holiday shopping done as well as our downtown stores. Where will that be located? So um, right now we're doing it in front of or we're doing it mainly on Queen um, from King to yeah. So right. actually, I think this year with the amount of people, we filled that block last year mm-hmm. with about 20 vendors. Oh, um, wow. Because, so you've got like twice as many. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take that the next block to, um, you know, the, the block in between Martin and Burke. So you're going to have two blocks of Christmas market. And again, the other thing, you know, we have so many nice retail stores and restaurants downtown. Um, you know, I would book if you're going to get you know, want to go eat at Peking or you want to go to Bricks or yep. Stoney's or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. Get a reservation, Make a reservation um, now. because I mean, I'd, I'd say we're going to have close to 15,000 people down there this Ooh. weekend. So talk about the details. When does this all happen? And, and also talk about the parade. Yeah. So this happens this Saturday, Christmas on Main from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, and make sure you're there around six o'clock because that's when we're doing our tree lighting. Last time I was on, um, we kind of alluded to a new aesthetic downtown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, since then we've made the announcement, we have, uh, with the help of an outside, um, agency, uh, partnering with us, we got some funds to buy a 25 mm-hmm. foot Christmas tree. Whoa. It's a permanent, uh, not not permanent, like we planted one. Yeah, uh, it, is a, cool it is an artificial pre-lit, pre-decorated. These these decorations are like the size of your head. Um, we got it shipped in from New York City. Um, so the big, it'll, it'll go up sometime mm-hmm. this week. It really saves our city workers from a lot of dangerous and mm-hmm. time-consuming situations. So 
it's gonna look pretty beautiful. <laughs> um, since we're since we're on the radio, I'll show you sure. a picture so that maybe <laughs> sure. everybody yeah. else can feel really jealous. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then next week, well, actually, before I get too ahead of myself, this Wednesday we have our Doors to Christmas, which is technically our first event. That's happening at the old post office on King Street, three hundred West King. Um, so that's a, that's a fun one that you can go on our Facebook page and check out more info, but. Next week, after all all this fun stuff, this week we have our Christmas parade. That's on Tuesday night. Um, I think it starts what seven, 7? p.m. Uh, we pushed it back so that downtown businesses can get yeah, out of here. You know, yeah. we had a lot of people that were getting don't so. tow my car. You know, <laughs> um, when we were clearing space last year, so we gave that a little bit more breathing breathing room so that people could get down here. Um, everything's going to be lit up and pretty. Um, so that's next Tuesday, and then. Um, is Jingle Downtown. Jingle Downtown is the weekend following. Uh, we partner with City National Bank to help the Christmas Cash for Kids mm-hmm. initiative. Um, so that's all happening the that's week all. after that. Is, that. is there anything else? I'm, uh, what am I missing? Hey, you guys have so much going on. Eddie, uh, how was uh, Shop the Small Business Saturday? It was a huge success. I know I went down for the first part of the morning and every store was, was wall-to-wall with people. Hey, he was showing us a picture of the tree. That does look pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, everybody should be jealous that they're not getting this little preview. Sneak peek. So there's also going to be, and, and obviously the downtown's going to be decorated, so the aesthetic mm-hmm. will be up long after these events happen. Yes. But there's also a Christmas tour of downtown Martinsburg churches happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, I just shared that to our Facebook page today. That is in conjunction with the Berkeley 250 um, you know, celebration, mm-hmm. commemoration mm-hmm. Um I think that's a really cool one because actually some of the most historic buildings in our downtown are the churches. Oh, yeah. um, so it, it's good for the history buffs. It's good for the architecture. I think I said the architecture appreciators. And, oh, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it'll be a really special event to get you in the Christmas spirit. And then, you know, the Apollo is actually doing a lot of fun Christmas stuff too. I want to give them some shout out, some love um, because they're really going, going hard right now to, um, you know, before they get this marquee, before mm-hmm. everything gets up. I mean, they're doing a lot of really cool events. Um, so if you're not already uh, abreast of everything that they're doing, go on their Facebook page and, and check out what the Apollo's got cooking. Well, before we let y'all go, let people know where they can go to find out about Christmas on Main. Uh, maybe if they can find where one of those cool sweatshirts are. Can, oh, of course. Yeah. Of of course. The sweatshirt. Oh, so we will have our Main Street merchandise for sale at the event. We'll have our own Main Street tent where you can find all of our new sweaters, beanies, a couple of other items that we'll have for sale. And then if you want to learn anything more about the event, you can go to our website as well as our Facebook and Instagram page. Um, there's links to the event there. Um, and it'll give you a little bit more information about the lineup of the day. Perfect. Well, Raven, Robbie, thank you for joining us on Panhandle Live today. I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to the uh, Christmas on Main this year. I know I definitely am to see uh, just how much you've grown it uh, in a second year, which is uh, I'm sure going to be just like the Food Truck Fest and all the other events that you've put on uh, already before. So stick around. We'll be back after the break to wrap things up on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. on WEPN. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kapali. If you missed it for the break, we had Raven and Robbie from Main Street Martinsburg in talking about 
uh, Christmas on Main, which is coming up this weekend. So if you're looking to get into the holiday spirit, well, downtown Martinsburg will definitely be the place to be uh, this weekend and in, in the coming weeks because there's parades and there's markets and there's all kinds of things. Uh, Christmas tree lighting's happening, so it's uh, definitely going to be a Christmas winter wonderland uh, downtown. Hopefully without the snow and the cold, but um, it'll be Christmassy nonetheless. Do you think you'll be able to see any of it? Because you've got... You're going to be in, yeah. You're you're going to be on the road. On the road, and if it uh, it looks, I mean, if all things work out, I guess I could. What time was he saying it's on Saturday? It's uh, ten to seven. I mean, you could yeah. go early, but I like I could get IUP there afterwards. Is, where, how long is IUP? Uh, how long does yeah, it like take? Three hours, a little okay. less, a little less. So it's not too bad. Uh, as long as the weather's not uh, anything too crazy. And the game's going to be at 1? At 1. So just announced. Now, this is uh, hasn't come from... I haven't seen this from Shepard yet, but I've seen it from the NCAA and uh, IUP. 1 p.m. kickoff Saturday for the Super Region 1 title game uh, between your Rams and IUP up in Indiana, Pennsylvania. 1 o'clock, so that pregame show will start at noon. And uh, very surprised by that. Especially looking at the forecast, it's projected that there's going to be rain in the evening, afternoon, evening uh, in Indiana on Saturday, uh, which I think would only just help uh, IUP because, I mean, just do what they did last time and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, beat them in the rain. But I don't know. One o'clock is what it's saying. So very interesting there. Was not expecting a one o'clock kickoff. Well, maybe someone just didn't want their grandma sitting in the rain. I guess. I mean, hey, it works for me because you think. Get back and catch like the last hour of the oh, yeah. Christmas market. Maybe get a little ice skating in. You know, yeah. would you would you ice skate? No, nope. I uh, I grew up. One of my good buddies growing up was an unbelievable hockey player and ice skater. And uh, I remember we went out to the ice rink for his birthday one year, and I went out and skated two three feet. Bang! Fell flat on my face, oh. busted a tooth, and all this, and that was it. Yeah, so that was the last time I did that. I wasn't a very good uh, rollerblader or ice skater. You have to have strong ankles. Well, I tried a new thing over Thanksgiving. Oh, break. yeah. What was that? So I, it, it was um, brilliant on the part of my mother-in-law. There were eight grandchildren there, and a good number of them, mm-hmm. I guess half of them were, were um, boys, and she raised boys. So she knows the value of having something physical to do, and so she took everyone axe throwing. How was that? I've now I've never gone <laughs> axe throwing because I've seen the videos of people not throwing it hard enough and it bounces back yeah. and it goes through the bar. That that was a concern, but they had these lines of with tape. You know, you stand behind that line. There were you know ways that you you don't go up when someone else is getting ready to throw. So we we handled it pretty safely. And once the the coach showed us how to do it, like he showed me how to make sure that I was doing it straight. Now what I did it out. what did the coach look like? Now I'm guessing that this could have been just some like. High school college kid that just has you know young kid, kid has the job good but at axe throwing just he had like the big burly beard and things like oh, that he had yes yes he so he looked like it was somebody that should be he was like a lumberjack but he had a bowl cut so I don't know what that combo was look I don't know what the kids are doing with their haircuts right. anymore I didn't <laughs> understand it but I figured it was fashion yeah, like guess. he's he's showing us how to do the <laughs> the like you not only axes but he taught us how to throw not me I didn't do it tomahawks and shovels. Like you could shovels. throw shovels, yes. You definitely were so in West Virginia then. We were, no, we were in Florida. Oh, we were. Right. So you're definitely up, in Florida if they're throwing at or we throwing were shovels. Chunking up that that uh, bullseye board because it was all like plywood or whatever. How big was the shovel? It was like like you would have in the back of your car to get oh, you out okay. of the snow. It wasn't like an actual size no, shovel. And it, had, like it was just... more like a spade because it came to a you oh, know yeah. which lent itself to like piercing 
the the bullseye. Nope. But I I wasn't great, but I wasn't awful, so I held my own and helped my team win a couple of times. Speaking and, of which, yeah, you're now you're back. You gotta get people lined up for Slay the Holidays because I tried and I do not have the authority that you do. <laughs> I haven't put mine in because I was waiting till I was back here because the the I didn't have a laptop or anything with me, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna put all my hours in and just astonish everyone, and then. I can um, can flex on them and just be, you know, because that started last virtue week. Virtue signaling. Because I'm pretty sure I'm that drink- started last week. I've been drinking a lot of water, so I'm hoping that my scores are better than they were last year. But if you're listening out in the green room, Slay the Holidays is underway, and if you're recovering from the flu or something, you can drink a lot of water <laughs> and walk that off. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So uh, I'm glad you're back to get everybody uh, back in line for Slay the Holidays. I was doing a lot of. Physical stuff. I was axe throwing and swimming and all that stuff, drinking a lot of water. So I'm hoping my score is pretty good. Maybe it'll be better than yours, but the only reason that would be is because you were sick. Yeah. And so. uh, say today, I actually don't feel too bad and uh, keep looking at the weather and doesn't look like it's going to be too windy or like it'll be a relatively maybe? nice day out. I might might try and get out for my first activity in a week. Log your hours. I will. I will definitely <laughs> log the hours. But that just about does it for us here on Panhandle Live today. Uh, any final thoughts, Marsha, before we head out of here? No, just uh, make sure you keep an eye on the calendar because we've got great Christmas stuff and the, the Elvis thing tomorrow at, at the Apollo. So lots of stuff going on. Absolutely. And if you missed any of the show today, you can listen back to it a little bit later on over on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page. Hoppy Kirchwell is next. It's a big one. Shane Lyons, former WVU AD, is his first guest. That'll be coming up in a few, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.